What's up, my friends? Welcome to the hypest podcast ever in the history of podcasts. We talk about athletes because athletes are more than an athlete. They're a person, too. They got a life. I'm here with the amazing Sydney Ziegler. How you doing? I'm great. How are you doing? I am doing out to the standing. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself. So I'm a senior. I'm 22 years old. I am from Quakertown, Pennsylvania, so it's about an hour outside of Philadelphia. Okay. The birds. Um, I threw a poke sign, too. <laughs> hey, we'll take it. <laughs> but I've been riding since I was about three years old. Um, my mom got me involved. I also played soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after high school, decided to come to Oklahoma State and further my riding career. So I'm here. I love it. So, you know, Pennsylvania, that's 18 hours away, you know. It takes about 20 hours when I drive About 20 it. hours. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so the community you're from is like, uh, you know, riding horses. Is that the norm? Is it a lot of people? Or was your family like in your own area? or Because or? Um, when we think about Pennsylvania, like here in Oklahoma, like we don't, we don't, I don't think about a lot of land and horses. And, mm-hmm. you know, we just think about, you know, Philadelphia Eagles yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah, so like the East Coast is actually a pretty big, um, not just Pennsylvania, like for horseback riding. Okay. Um, there's a lot of competitions there. Um, there's a lot of great uh, trainers there as well. Um, in my town, there wasn't as many big name trainers mm-hmm. that you would find in like other states. Um, so I started out like small. Yeah. And then kind of throughout the years, worked my way through yeah. to get to like bigger names. Um, yeah. There we go. I love it. I mean, you know, because the thing is, we're, we're all about learning here. So we want to learn about your world and what's going on. And some of us, like myself, I might not be the sharpest tool in the city, right? So, you know, I just learned about Pennsylvania. I just learned about the East Coast. You know, I didn't know that. So, all right. So as a kid, you said you started riding at three. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that experience when you started riding a horse. Now, I mean, it might be hard to remember, yeah. but I know you are a very <laughs> smart person. So tell us about yeah, it. Yeah. So um, my mom and dad owned a farm together. Um, they got divorced though when I was two years old, so mm-hmm. um, I guess I rode a horse then earlier than three if they got divorced at two. Because there we go. that I, works. I got on when they had the farm, um, so then once they split, I kept riding. But my first experience, I think it was we had a pony named Buttons. Um, she was this chestnut, so chestnuts like a mixture of orange and brown, kind of. Okay. So that's like the color of the horse. But um, so I rode her. And then just kind of continued that. Um, my mom trained me at first. Yeah. And then I just moved to other trainers um, once they sold the farm. Okay. So when you um, when you started riding a horse, did you like automatically like embrace it? You know, did your mom have to make you? Did you not want to do it? Or you just loved it from the beginning? Yeah, I think from the beginning I just loved it. And kind of I felt like I had a connection with the horse. Um, I'm Native American. So okay. it might sound crazy, but I do feel like I have like a connection with animals, especially yeah. horses. That don't sound crazy to me. You <laughs> so, feel how you feel. Yeah, so I guess I just really loved it, and um, I just kept after it. Like it's a thing that you kind of can't go a day with missing it for just you and the horse. Like the horse needs to keep going. You also need to keep going. Yeah. Um, so I just kept up with it. Boom. Yeah. So tell us about your first moment or the first time you got bucked off or kicked off or pushed <laughs> off or how did how tell us about that first moment so i think the one that comes to mind is i was riding this pony 
Uh, I think his name was like Shadow. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it's already no. dark, kind of. I'm about to say what color? <laughs> I'm noticing that these names are going with the color of the pony, but, but okay. he was a gray. Okay. Um, but I was probably six, maybe, mm-hmm. and we jumped, and it was a cold, like windy day, and he just started bucking, and the next thing I know, I'm like off the side and like slide under the fence of the arena. Mm. But I did get back on, you know. You kind of have to just go. Yeah. Like face it, do it again, um, and then we jumped around again, and it was fine. Boom, like that, <laughs> you know. You was like, I'm stronger now. Yeah. So um, I want to hear a little bit about your childhood. You know, what what was it like growing up at Sydney? You know, um, what was it like? What was your favorite thing to do? Your favorite candy? Your favorite cartoon? What did you like to do outside of riding yeah. horses? So, um, I guess I played soccer, and okay. um, I were you also- good though? Were you good? I actually was on the Olympic Development Program, but Come on, I yeah. chose horseback riding over it. So I either wanted to do one when I grew up professionally. But you were so good. We got to <laughs> just pause right there. I'm not going to let you slide past that like you didn't just say what you yeah, said. You were so You were so good at both of them. You had the choice, <laughs> yeah. and you chose. Very blessed. There we go. I but love it. I also um, played piano, French horn, and violin. So my time as a kid was... Very limited free time. Yeah. But when I did, it was normally, um, I grew up on a farm, um, so my neighbors, we kind of, like, would run back between properties. Mm-hmm. So, like, kind of in our free time, we would just make believe and play outside. Like, we would make believe Narnia, the movie. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Or, like, the Spiderwick Chronicles. Uh-huh. Um, Dr. Calamitous, he is from Jimmy Neutron, if you ever remember that. Okay. So we would kind of run we around. We want to hear all this, yeah. And just pretend that we were in all these uh, different movies or whatever. And um, it kind of got my mind off, you know, anything else the I had The busy to do. work, all the other things, yeah. yeah. So a very active kid. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. So high school, you know, where you um, ride in competitively, you know, um, tell us about yeah. that. Tell us about the work that it takes to be competitive competitive and and uh you probably got a lot of trophies at home too, I'm sure. So I do, I do have a few. Mainly actually from here though, is recently I've gotten quite okay. a few here. But um so in high school, um I kinda got more into the competitive side of horseback riding. I kind of like figured out like there was more than what I was doing. So I got yeah. to do like bigger shows. Um so my freshman and sophomore year, I did school, like, at my high school. And then mm. my junior, senior year, I actually did online school. Okay. Um, so my end of my junior year, I moved to Chicago, Illinois by myself. And, by yourself? Yeah. and Chicago? <laughs> mm-hmm. My stepdad drove me out there. Okay. Um, so this was to be a working student, it's called. Okay. So basically, you work off whatever, like, you're getting training. Um, yeah. And I got to show a bunch of horses. So I moved to Chicago, still doing online school, and I lived So with you were there. So let, let's put a pin <laughs> yeah. right there. I mean, just, this is good. People need to know your story. So you went to Chicago mm-hmm. by yourself. Yeah, so my stepdad drove me out there. He drove you out there, but you lived. So I lived with my dad. So my dad is a horse chiropractor. So okay. you kind of have to get his backstory before okay. I jump yeah, yeah, I was about to say because... Uh, <laughs> Man. So my dad's a horse chiropractor, so he knows quite a few people. So he, um, this family there owns a farm, and mm. they had a lot of horses, and they wanted a young rider. So okay. I was 
16 or 17, 17 I think at the time. Yeah. So they wanted someone to show it and work in the barn and everything. So I lived with the family who owned mm-hmm. um, all these horses and owned the farm. Um, and then I got to compete on all these horses. And we also went to like Ocala, Florida for the winter. Okay. And then came back to Chicago. Um, and then after that, I moved to Vermont by myself. Um, I got to come. <laughs> Your parents must have like really trusted you and they believed in you. So was you a sweet child, like very responsible? Yeah. You know. Yeah, I don't think my parents really had to tell They had to worry about much? I mean, I was definitely a little a little wild side, but I, I, I mean, you did all my duties, you know. I do my yeah. schoolwork on my own, do whatever I got to do. Yeah, so okay. So they didn't really have to... Yeah, I don't think they really worried about me that much. Um, so then you moved to Vermont. Yes. <laughs> and um, I worked for another farm there and competed for that farm, or okay. with that farm. And then that's actually how I got the offer from Oklahoma State, because I met, her name is Abigail Brayman. She's one of our captains. And she told me she was going here. Um, and I just sent an email, sent a few videos, and they were like, we'd love for you to come visit. Yeah. And... So that's kind of how I got here. Because I didn't plan to go to college. Um, okay. Yeah. It was like, I'm that good <laughs> where I'm just going. So you, when you say you didn't plan to go to college, what what, what was your plan like initially? What did so you want to do? I was just going to maybe go professionally. Um, but I also, I felt like I didn't want my parents to, like if I couldn't get a scholarship, I didn't want them to have to worry about it. Because yeah. they helped me so much when I was younger with horseback riding. Um, so I didn't want them to have to pay for it. So unless I could get it covered. I wasn't going to go. So. You sound like you was a very responsible 16, 17, 18-year-old. Try to be. That's cool. All right, so, Sydney, you at the end, you talked about, you know, how you went from Vermont to Oklahoma State. We want to hear more details about that. Like you said, you sent your video. Mm-hmm. They watched it and offered you. So what made you send your video to Oklahoma State? I remember you said someone that you knew there was coming here yeah. or something. Yeah. So the farm that I went to, I met Abigail. Okay. She is a captain on our team. So um, I kind of asked her what her college situation was because I knew she was at school. I didn't know what school. Mm-hmm. And she told me that she was going to Oklahoma State. And I kind of, I didn't know much about like the NCEA, which is um, National Collegiate Equestrian Association. So okay. we are part of the NCAA, but we also have like the NCEA. Yeah. So That's because y'all special. Y'all great. Yes, we are great. Thank there we you. go. <laughs> but I didn't really know much about it. So um, she kind of told me all about it and then told me that I should just send a video, um, get in contact with the coaches. So I kind of just sent them um all my like achievements, um, like shows that I've been in, and mm-hmm. uh, maybe awards I've gotten. Sent my um, transcript and everything, and then they liked my video. Um, I met with them once at a show, and I think she saw me ride a little bit. Okay. So then she said we'd love for you to come for an official visit, and I flew out here with my mom. Yeah. Um, and we came for the visit, and. Um, yeah, I just got to tour and meet the coaches, and they're all amazing. Now, was it a football, basketball game, or anything yeah, going on? Yeah, so we went to um, the football game at the time. Um, I think Corn Dog was playing. No, yeah, yeah, yeah Corn, Corn Dog was playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Corn Dog. So, um, Corn Dog. Yeah. It was a really good game. It Number wasn't. 10. It wasn't like um, Penn State, which I am my whole family. 
is a Penn State fan. You don't have to feel bad about that. So like, it wasn't your, your quite family is like what it that is. You know, um, yeah. atmosphere, but it was still amazing, and yeah, I loved yeah, it. I got you. And um, I felt right at home, and all the bright orange. Like I've never been a fan of orange, but yeah. after being here, I love the color orange. Come on, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's kind of, yeah. So um, you did an official visit, and were you thinking, man, that's far away from home? I mean, here it is, you moved to Chicago, mm -hmm. then to Vermont. Did you ever think, like, man, that's far away from home, or? Not really. Like, it never really crossed my mind. Um, I think for being away, like, being like being away doing online school, it was really easy for me to transition. Here, I didn't really miss home a ton. Mm -hmm. um, but at the time, I also came in with, um, I had a boyfriend at the time from home, so I think mm -hmm. that made my transition a little more easier. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I had someone who I knew from home, was comfortable with, um, so that definitely made it easier. But yeah. now speaking of home, you know I know home is very important to you, and we was talking about tattoos <laughs> earlier. Yes. I mean you love home so much. I mean yes. tell us about yes, this tattoo yes. on your arm. So I just got this one over break. It is the coordinate point for my farm in Pennsylvania, because um, that's the longest place I've lived anywhere. I've lived there since I was. Two or three years old. Mm -hmm. It's um, the farm that my mom and my stepdad own, and it's up on the market right now. So, okay. when I was home for Christmas, it was our last Christmas there. Yeah. And I kind of have been wanting it for a little, and I just felt like I want a piece of that with me forever because yeah. I don't think I'm ever going to be able to get the chance to grow up in such. Uh, it was literally a magical place. It was 15 acres, um, woods, yeah. um, back roads. Yeah. You couldn't hear any cars around. So it, like, means a lot to you. Yeah. 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 So what about your other tattoos? <laughs> so Tell us about those. I have eight of them. Well, including that one. Okay. Um, so this one on my wrist, it's Joshua 1-9. It's, um, do not be afraid, be strong, courageous. Have no fear. The Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Um, so I kind of just wanted that one on my wrist Always just a little reminder. So you can see like, it. Just know that God's with you. Whatever's going on, yeah. it's going to be okay. Cool. And then my first tattoo was a tulip. My Oma, my mom's mom, mm -hmm. is from Holland, and that's the flower from there. So I wanted a piece of her wherever I go because she passed away when I was eight. So yeah. I didn't get to like know her in my yeah. years when I was like kind of more there, like you're there when you're younger, but like, yeah, not when you can actually have yeah, yeah. grown-up conversations. Um, and then I have just a snake with some flowers. I just liked it, and then mountains and a butterfly. Um, I also have my constellation, which is Cancer. Um, mm -hmm. And then the other one is it means Shalom. Um, it's the like writing of it, the Hebrew writing, and I have it matching with my stepbrother. Um, because he was 30 days sober, so I wanted to match it with him. That's cool. So. Which tattoo hurt the most? Mm, probably the, I think the rib one. But I I honestly don't think that they really hurt that much. You tough. I, you tough. I, you I fell off a horse when you, was, when you were six, and it didn't kill you. So you're like, I'm tough. It's I'm ready. Like, I like I like the little, like, vibrate, like the vibrating of it. Because it's very, like, Kind of soothing. Peaceful. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Um, so... You know, back to O State. Mm -hmm. So when you got here, how did you feel once you made that decision? Your freshman year, you step on campus. Mm -hmm. You know, what was that transition like for you? Were you like, man, this is overwhelming, or were you like, this is cool, or what was your thought? I kind of just embraced it. I was like, wow, like I'm kind of here, like with this opportunity. 
mm-hmm. like kind of like the world's at my hands. I can do whatever I want with it. Yeah. So I just grinded with school and practice and just tried to be the best that I could with everything Yeah. and make the most of it while I was here because I'm only here four years. Um, that's a great that's yeah. a great way to perspective to look at and making the most of it yeah so here at the um you were recruited you're here as in um doing equestrian mm-hmm. right so what is your job what do you do like because i was told i learned a little bit talking to you all you know you got the um the western right mm-hmm. and then you have the hunt seat, hunt seat. Yeah. yeah so tell us about the hunt yeah. seat so those are the Both. two disciplines. Disciplines, okay. So what I do is hunt seat, but within that there are two um, events. So there's the jumping, so that will have the fences, yeah. and the horses jump over them. Um, it's a course, so um, we practice the courses before the meets, and um, so you can learn it before. Mm-hmm. And then the flat is, it's basically like you do a pattern, so um, it's in a box basically, and there's like different letters. Mm -hmm. And at all these different points, you'll have to do some type of maneuver. So it might be a canter. Well, this might be out of your lane. Hey, no, 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 hey, break it down. (laughs) It is is out of my lane, but I want the people, including myself, to learn. Yeah, so like you'll do different maneuvers, so it might be like a length and canter. So that's basically like when they're cantering like this, like um, running almost. Yeah. And it's a fast, basically. Okay. Uh, run and then like you'll do other different stuff throughout the pattern so that it's a lot to remember but um yeah so that's what i do and to <laughs> us it's like you know when, when i came to a meet mm-hmm. <laughs> um i was trying to figure out you know it's kind of like watching figure figure skating you know yeah. i'm like Man, that looked great to me. And then they said, oh, that's a six. And yeah. I'm like, dude, what? I mean, she, she he killed it. So it's kind of hard for someone like me to look at it. So what are some of the things that the judges are looking for? I mean, sometimes even we get confused. And we think <laughs> it, it's so hard because it is a judge sport. And uh-huh. sometimes it is just judge's preference. You can think you did, like, everything right. And yeah, yeah. And it'll go the other way. But so in the fences, you're basically just looking for... The smoothest, cleanest round, so no poles down, um, mm-hmm. no missed lead changes. So a lead changes, whatever way the horse is going, their inside leg will be going first. Okay. So this is like a right lead. Yeah. Left. <laughs> I got you, got you, got you. And so like um, no, no missed lead changes, um, no braking, which like no trotting, um, position of the rider, uh, overall just picture they're watching the, everything yes it's literally just overall how good like smooth and everything you look so you try to be very, very are they perfect. even looking at your hair i like so, i mean we do try and make sure that it's like perfect but okay i, I always say you if wear you down ride, up we ride uh with it up i okay. always say like if you ride well enough they're not gonna be looking at that so oh, okay that's <laughs> but, a good standard to you know yeah, yeah. but um yeah, so they're just kind of looking for that. That's in fences, and then the flat, um, making sure that all the maneuvers are correct. And they score each. Um, there are like nine boxes, mm-hmm. and they each will have one maneuver, uh, or a few sometimes. So they score out of ten for each of those, and then it's out of a hundred. Got you. Yeah. So when is the season? What is the season from when to when? So we basically go all year. Um, we start in September um, and then go through till our winter break. 
and then we come back from winter break and we're in season again and then mm -hmm. the season ends in March and then we do postseason which is Big 12s and Nationals okay so yeah. it takes all that to get ready for it I mean that's a mm -hmm. long season yeah and we're working out too like we have workouts and everything both uh, fall and spring semesters okay so we're going all year <laughs> well I feel like I learned a lot I mean I, I may be ready to be a judge myself you know so appreciate you breaking that down for yeah, us yeah for sure cool All right, so we've heard so many amazing things about, you know, being a student athlete, you know. So what I would like to know now is what do you do outside of being here? What's your favorite thing to do to relax? Or you talked about as a kid how you would run from house mm -hmm. to house, <laughs> use your imagination. So here, I mean, I'm sure this is pretty rigorous as well. It's challenging. Mm -hmm. So what do you do in your spare time um, where you say, okay, I'm sit deep? I'm not the question. I don't, you know, this is not the horse, Sydney. This is, yeah. what, do, what do you do for you? So I have a dog. Um, so I love hanging out with her, going on walks. What's her name? Ellie. She's a Labradoodle. Okay. So she's like my best friend. So I, I love that. Um, I also, in my spare time, I like to DJ a little, uh, mainly EDM. Hold on. You, you, DJ? <laughs> Yes. You're going to just throw it and just drop a pen right there. Yeah, bloop, bloop. I have a, a DJ board. and I, you got a DJ board, too? <laughs> yes. Come on. I, I uh, kind of just put music, though. I like In my room, I'll make mixes. They're mainly EDM music. Yeah. And I throw it up on like SoundCloud just to have there. Um, but I like doing that. It just takes my mind off everything. And I just I love music. Yeah. So it just really is fun That's for me. That's dope. <laughs> That's cool. I mean, like, how many people look at you when you're on a horse and say, oh, she DJs, too? Yeah, not many. I've like, done a few, like two maybe little parties. But well, but, but my, my point is like you do it for fun and you yeah. have a great time doing it. Yeah. So like that's beyond dope. Yeah. I mean, you know, most people are like, oh, I watch Netflix and eat some popcorn. You was like, oh, I got a whole DJ board. <laughs> you know, like, you know. Yeah. So I guess also I, I just like to work out and just sleep. I honestly don't watch Netflix a ton. I just... Mm. I feel like you don't have time. <laughs> I got you. I got you. Now, we are going to the segment of this or that. You're going to have 30 seconds to answer me as quick as you can. You're going to be competing against some of the other great athletes here at Oklahoma State. Right. And we're going to, every week, we're going to put up, like, the score. We're going to always put up the score on who's winning. Now, win. Sydney, I, be I believe in you, right? I'm going to try to go as fast as I can. Okay. Are you ready? I'm go as fast as I can, too. All right, here we go. Chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Driving or flying? Driving. Phone or computer? Phone. Com uh, comedy or horror? Comedy. Marvel or DC? Marvel. Hot or cold? Hot. Silver or gold? Gold. Beach or mountains? Beach. Country or city? Country. TV shows, movies? Movies. Winter, summer? Summer. Pancakes, waffles? Pancakes. Pen or pencil? Pen. Cars or trucks? Trucks. Laundry or dishes? Laundry. <laughs> All right, Sydney, I've had an amazing time hanging out with you, learning about you. Me too. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, so glad that you're here. I mean, like, the listeners, everyone watching, they're going to find out some things about Sydney that mm -hmm. I don't think they knew, right? Yeah. So that's what this is all about. It's about, you know, um, respecting and honoring who you are outside of your gift yeah, and your talent sure. that you're giving to OSU. So, but here's the thing. We would be remiss. We got to make sure people can find you. So what... Where can they find you? It could be a website. It could be Instagram, TikTok, whatever. Let us know. What's your social yeah, media so, handles? Um, my social media is just my first and last name, Sydney Ziegler. 
Um, and then I also do have a TikTok. Um, I actually have a link for my TikTok through my Instagram. Okay. I have um, a little link at the bottom where you can get a bunch of different socials from me. So if you just go to my Instagram, you can reach me there. Boom. Well, I mean, I think y'all should follow. I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> DJs, part-time DJ, look at all that. Well, my name is Les Nevertheless Thomas, and again, you've been, you know, the last time, the last 45, 35 minutes or whatever, you've been hanging out with the number one podcast here at Oklahoma State. Thank you so much, and have an amazing day.